Foster here, and welcome to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I am the creator of the Big Brand Formula and president of Jerry Foster Branding, where we specialize in working with service-based entrepreneurs who want to create a big brand and a strong message that sells so you can excite, delight, and ignite your market and make it easier to get clients. So, Please stick around to the end of the show, and we will share how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes or so. In the meantime, let's go. Okay, welcome everybody to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I'm Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the branding evangelist. And one of the things that I pride myself in is always bringing some of the best of the best and some of the most interesting people to my show. Folks who are out there doing incredible things in their businesses. And we've got that kind of guy today. Oh, my goodness. I mean, this guy is so special because well, I'm going to let him introduce himself to you, but his name is Robert Danziger. Hey, Robert, how you doing? Please tell everybody hey, good who morning. you are, so I don't do anything. I, I don't do anything to butcher what you do. All right, uh, my name is uh, Robert Danziger. I'm a cardiologist by training, um, a physician, and uh, was a professor um, at the University of Illinois in Chicago, and uh, am now trying to. Uh, expand um, my influence um, uh, on in healthcare and enabling patients and enabling people to better their healthcare by understanding more and partnering with their physician more so than just being a consumer of uh, healthcare. Wow, how does that and, work? That's fascinating. Well, I noticed when I was, uh, uh, when I've seen patients through the years and I've I've trained at Mayo Clinic. I've trained at, uh, you know, it says one clientele of patient. I've trained at the University of Texas and Southwestern, which is, uh, uh, you know, Parkland Hospital, which is a big uh, uh, um, uh, inner city hospital. You know, you get very different clienteles of patients and different education levels, different backgrounds. But there seems to be a general desire to amongst many people to uh, know more about know, know more about their health care and to actually sort of in today's world compete with the physician mm -hmm. as far as knowledge goes or add on or be an active participant in their care. And um, this is very hard because patients don't know where to go. I mean, uh, you know, what to, what to do, okay, you can tell the doctor, you know, I'd, I'd like to know more about my disease or something, or, you know, or, can you know, or, you know, but it's, it's hard. And I have the idea that, you know, that um, patients or individuals, um, if they're reasonably smart and dedicated, they can uh, learn as much as they would like about their um, disease, and, or their treatment or their management. And, um, this can, and, and if from the level of just knowing how to read, um, you know, there's tons of information on the internet, some of it's reliable, some of it's not reliable, um, you know, what, what to look at, and uh, all the way to the point where um, smart, smart patients uh, or engaged patients uh, can read the same literature that the doctors are reading. 
and see what the current research is, what ongoing clinical trials are going and become a very, not only active participant, but sometimes I've even had cases um, where I've seen patients advance their own care um, beyond what the physician has. Uh, I remember one patient uh, who came to another physician, actually, I heard the story, and he had, a, he had pancreatic cancer, which is an awful, awful, terrible, terrible disease. And uh, he read and read and read about it and found somebody who was doing research on it in Canada and had a very novel treatment with uh, micro bubbles. And so he sought that out long before it was approved or anything else and um, had pretty good results from it. Uh, but this is something that his doctor wasn't aware of or any, you know, anything else. So he pushed it as far as, um, you know, as far as he possibly could. And um, so that's, so that's what my brand or that's my, what, that's what I would like to do, facilitate this. And I've taken a couple approaches to that. One is I've written a book, which is available on Amazon called The Determined Patient. And uh, this walks you through um, uh, everything from just choosing a physician, something very simple, determining what your insurance will cover to actually how to read um, current literature, current journal articles, uh, right from the, you know, the clinical trials to basic rat studies. Uh, and most drugs and therapies start with very basic studies with rodents and cells and so forth. And then they move, move upward to, toward humans. So uh, this book shows you how to read all the way back. Then I'm also developing a course called the 12-Hour MD, which is sort of an extension of this, where each there will be an hour dedicated to each subject in internal medicine, like one pulmonary disease, one heart disease, one et cetera. So in the pulmonary disease, you'll the first portion of it will be the anatomy of the lung, how the lung works. The second part will be what can go wrong with the lung. And then the third part, are, you know, the diseases of the lung. And the third part is what the treatments are and the prognosis. So I will basically condense an internal medicine degree into um, 12 hours of, of lectures. But this is all an extension of this idea that, you know, this, this brand that um, you can be an active participant in your medical care and um, as active as you, as you would like. And you can read the same literature. You can learn the same things as your physician is, is learning. I really like where you're going with this. And I love the name, the determined, determined patient, because from a branding standpoint, that says a lot in terms of what's in it for someone. So you're kind of advocating, I guess, for lack of a better word, that a patient, it's okay to go ahead and do your Google searches and learn as much as you can so they're not relying upon strictly the medical advice. Can you give us some clarity on that, please? Yeah, I think that to navigate the medical system is now very, very difficult from, yes. from, yes, from multiple standpoints. Um, in addition, I mean, it's access to what, you know, what access you have, what insurance will give you what access, you know, what the different physicians are, who you want to treat you when you need a specialist, um, except, and then from there, it gets more, it gets more, even more complicated. You know, are, are the right treatments being suggested? Do you have the right specialists? How, you know, how much, how much uh, flexibility is there in a recommendation? How much confidence? If you go to one doctor with a particular disease, how likely is it another doctor is going to recommend something else? 
Hmm. Um, how certain? And then it gets to the level where you're looking at diseases that are very difficult to cure or have you no know, no clear cure. And then you know then you may and then you're interested in what the most advanced centers are doing, what you know what the ongoing research is, what the cutting edge people are, who the KOLs are, the key opinion leaders in the fields are. And this is, um, I think this is where the challenge comes in. Um, the initial challenge, uh, you know, and, and this, and I, and I, and in the book, The Determined Patient, I walk you through the different steps to approaching each of these things, right, right down to reading the literature. But um, uh, at, at each step, uh, there's additional complexities. And uh, if you look up a disease um, or look up a medication or something, on the internet, you'll, you will find uh, gazillions of websites, uh, some of them labeled advertisements, some not labeled advertisements, what's reliable. And there are a few websites that are, are reliable that the physicians use, uh, you know, um, and, um, and you can get to these. Um, and they're sources of literature, PubMed, a government sponsored uh, um, uh, website, and um, that, that, you know, that the physicians read. And this is something that, you know, you can, you with the appropriate uh, uh, navigation, which, you know, which is what I'm trying to provide, you can, um, you, you can pursue it just as well as the physician. Mm. And you're not trying to get a whole medical degree, even though this is a 12-hour MD. Usually the person or a caretaker for somebody is interested in um, one particular disease or one particular aspect of a disease. Mm one symptom or one side effect and can get quite deep into it if they know how to approach it. Um, and that's, it's not, it's not, it's not that trivial. So Robert, what would you say is the biggest problem you solve for people in this regard? Well, I'm trying to give a roadmap so that they can, okay. they can do their own research. They can become their own participant in their medical care so that they can go to the doctor if they're going to go to the doctor and say, okay, I read about this new treatment that, you know, is being used for this disease that I have, you know, what do you think about it? Or they can go and say, I'm, I, I've read about this person, you know, at uh, University of Michigan who, um, who uh, is doing this particular trial and has this particular idea that, you know, this disease is related to selenium deficiency. What do you think of that? Can can I and then may make direct contact with them? And these are things that if you don't have a little bit of a navigate roadmap for, it's hard to find these things. Hard to hard to navigate the medical system, just as it would be hard to navigate the legal system or you know any of these systems. Oh my God, the healthcare system in America. Yes, it's, yeah, it's an albatross. Oh my goodness. So let me ask you this question because. For a lot of people who are tuning in and and watching this interview and listening to what you're saying, are you also suggesting that, listen, it's okay to start online, see what you can find out. However, you need a roadmap. You need a blueprint to follow, and that's what you're giving them. Now, in that regard, what really bugs you the most about this whole thing in terms of the healthcare system, navigating it, trying to find out? where to go, who to turn to, and more importantly, who, whose advice do you follow? I mean, even in that regard, it's confusing because you have traditional medicine, you have alternative medicine. I mean, holy exactly. cow. What, what, what are your thoughts on that? 
Well, I, you're absolutely correct. It's very confusing. And that's what started started me on this. Okay. You know, a number of my friends who were very smart or patients, very smart. They wanted to know more about their, you know, their disease or what their disease or their, uh, you know, uh, health. Mm. And they really didn't know where to turn or how to approach it. Yeah. Um, you know, what to read, you know, because as you said, you Google and everything in the world comes up. But there are established pathways that um, physicians and scientists use. There are established uh, res- there are established resources, a few websites that um, uh, that are used up to date. Uh, to some extent, WebMD, uh, you know, for general information, assembly of, assembly of information. Then there are some sites to find out, uh, you know, what clinical trials are going on in the com- country and in the world. Mm. Um, clinicaltrials.gov. And uh, then there's ways to do research to determine what research is being done in a given field, PubMed. So if you know a little bit of these routes, and then there are also fun, skeletal, fundamental issues in, in medicine to know. You know, as you said, who's a physician? What does a physician mean? What does a physician's assistant mean? What does an osteopath mean? Um, you, know, what are, you know, what exactly um, are, are all of these people? And once you sort of, you know, so it's sort of a roadmap. And I think the biggest problem that I see that people have is they don't know how to, uh, how to approach things. It's not that they're right. not smart. It's not that they're not engaged. It's not that they're not interested. It's like, as you said, you know, where do you start? And you Google most things. It's half of the things come up ads. Half of them are, you know, not ads. And you don't know what's, you know, what's sponsored, what, what it means to be sponsored. Just because something's sponsored, um, there's sponsored research by a pharmaceutical or something, that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad research or that it's not reliable. You know, it depends what journal it's published in. Oh my you know, God! They're they're good journal. They're good articles that come in the, out in the New England in New England Journal. That have been sponsored by a pharmaceutical, but they're very well scrutinized before they make it there. And um, they're sort of like basic rules that you can use to determine what's reputable, what's not. And that's sort of what I think that um, I see a need for people who are, want to become more engaged in their healthcare or disease uh, as to what to look for, what to look at, and how to navigate this um, system, as you said, which is um, an albatross. Well, bravo to you for doing this, because the words that come to mind for me when people start doing any kind of internet search is overwhelmed, confused, and bewildered, (laughs) because it can just you know, it's like an avalanche of information right. that you're receiving. Right. And unlike and unlike and unlike with the uh, with with other things, there's no there's no real. I mean, you can pretty much post anything you want as far as healthcare goes or um, and there, there are all sorts of unproven things that are posted. Yeah, um, it's yeah. Uh, uh, people can people confuse phase two and phase three trials and the FDA now has a fast track. So that if a drug isn't isn't shown to be harmful, um, it can be it can be approved for use, mm. but that doesn't necessarily assure efficacy. And mm. so when so it may stick on the market for a long time um, without efficacy shown. And these are all little things that um, you should know about. Mm. And that's what then that's sort of that's what I outlined. Um, so it's it's a very hard system, but it's um, it's doable. I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, 
you must be some type of genius to be able to crack this code. <laughs> no, this is, I mean, this is basically what every, everybody, every conscientious physician does. Yeah. Um, you know, it's. Well, I mean, yeah. However, though, there are some physicians who don't believe in WebMD. They want you to come to them so they can tell you what's best. But one of the one of my pet peeves with a lot of traditional Western medicine is they seem to give you one of two choices, medicate or remove. I mean, um, there, there's a lot of things that can be done in the middle there. And yeah, yeah go ahead. No, and the more you know about those things and the options, the better off you are. And, you know, if you're conscientious and you want to pursue it, you can you can figure out, you know, what those options are. And I think that um, for physicians, uh, I mean, a patient uh, that can really partner with them and can say, you know, oh, I saw this, uh, this research is being done so and so, so such and such a place is often, uh, a, a, a often refreshing and a you know, and, and, and good, you know, you know, somebody who's really involved and it's, um, and I, a lot of people want to be, but they just, uh, okay. Okay. I understand. I understand. What it, like, like we said, they don't know where to go and who to turn to and who to believe and all of that. So if, if folks wanted to find more uh, or gain more information about what you do, is this now available online? Is there a, a website, a URL you can, yeah, we have, we have a website to determine the determined MD, the determined patient. And then there's dot also com, dot com. Yeah, the determined patient.com, the determined patient book.com. Okay. Determined patient book.com. And that's available on Amazon. Okay. And this 12 hour MD also has another website. And that will come on shortly. So, how far along are you with this? Are you at the beginning stages or is You've been doing this for a while now. Are you in clinical trials, for lack of a better word? Mm -hmm. where, 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 uh, we're, where we're, about, we're about six months into it, and we have a um, we have a a, a page uh, a web page, the determined and the determined okay. uh, the determined patient book dot com. Okay, and we're we have weekly postings and blogs, oh. and we've got a few thousand um, followers now. And the for the twelve hour MD, um, it's in preparation, but we've got about uh, five hundred uh, people who have pre-subscribed to it. Okay. Okay. So, um, so we're 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 starting and um, see what what has traction and what doesn't have traction. All right. So when you say we, are there other doctors? I, I have a mark. No, I have a marketing person, and I'm also going to be working with the university and developing this 12-hour um, MD. And then I work with my wife a bit. She's a nephrologist. Oh, okay. Baxter. Do you, do, do you focus on the big three, which is heart disease, cancer, and diabetes? I mean, how does... Those, how are, cer those, are, cer those are certainly emphasized, but um, okay. the approach can be the same for all. And sometimes it's the rarer ones, the rarer diseases that are the most... Uh, most amenable to this because the general physician may know the least about some of the rare diseases. And, um, and the literature is probably a lot more manageable. Okay. What's being done. I mean, heart disease. I mean, there's, I mean, it's huge, uh, huge, okay. uh, group. but some of the rare diseases are more manageable. Um, okay. So your roadmap, is that a, 
I don't know, a membership site, a subscription fee? I mean, how? No, that's how, I, no it's, it's, it's outlined in the book. Okay. You know, chapter one, how to, fig, how to find a physician. Chapter two, you know, what the physician means. Chapter two, uh, you know, what your doctor's reading. Number three, if you need to know more about what, what okay. research is going on, how to read the papers, you know. So what you're really saying here is buy your book. That's the thing. That's that's really what you well, want. That's the starting starting point. Then if you like that and you would like to learn more than this 12-hour MD course, and then if you want to go from there, you can go to medical school. <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah, because, take it as far as you would like. Not, because Robert, this is this is called brand forward leadership because I see you as a leader in your space, and I just want to applaud you for what you're doing. So I'm glad to hear that it's more than simply a book because I have a feeling that you're just going to whet people's appetite with, with what you're doing. And some people will say, listen, I don't want to just have to read this. I need some guidance. I need someone to mentor. Yeah. So you offer that as a course, right? Speak about how yeah. you can support people. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that, well, I mean, people can contact me directly, but I think that, okay. um, you know, this book is, is, very indexed. And so you can say, well, I want to know what, I'm not sure, you know, whether I should be seeking a KOL, I should be going to a local hospital, okay. or I should be going to a, you know, a, a major medical center, a referral center. Okay. And, you know, those, you know, and so it's, it's, so sort of basic decisions like that, or you can read the whole thing. So for a caretaker, for somebody, they may, uh, you know, they may say, you know, say they're, some caretaker for an elderly person, person has a decubitus or a bed sore or something. And they're thinking, well, you know, is this something that I should just go to the local doctor for? Or is this something that I really should get a specialist? Because this can be pretty serious. And it would just start you out there. And, um, you know, then you can read about it. You may, you know, and, um, you know, go as much depth as you would like until um, you're reading the same thing that the geriatrician is that studies it. Wow. Wow. So who would make your ideal customer? What And what would make them ideal? If you were speaking right now to people who are, who are listening to what you say, your ideal customer is someone who what? How would you, what would you? Anybody think? who's smart and wants to, and wants to know about their health care and get more involved in their, um, their, their health or um, illness. Okay. Well, smartest, which is almost everybody. <laughs> Some people think they're smart. More, more, <laughs> smart, more than smart, um, more than smart, motivated. They're motivated. There we go. More than smart, motivated. Very good. Very good. Is there a particular success story that you want to share? Any? Have you got any feedback from some of your readers, some of your customers? Yeah, I mean, the, the feedback on the book has been pretty good. Um, uh, um, uh, I may, I gave the story of the person with pancreatic cancer. That was a, that's a pretty good story. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the point is that um, people have to dive in and they have to, what, what I'm hearing that I like from a brandy standpoint is that you're giving people an opportunity to find a cure, to find a solution to whatever is ailing them. And used to be to, to be working on a, a level playing field if they want yes, as if their physician want. as their physician yeah you know, they can be reading the same materials their physician is they can be looking at the same data yeah and even if they're not they can be much better partner if they want to be yeah yeah and, and I this like is how to do it 
Yeah, I, that's see, that's the key to be a partner. They're highly motivated and they want to jump in and not just rely upon someone's advice. I mean, partner with them, jump in themselves. Like you said, they can access some of the same resources that the positions are. Oh it's my not God. some of them, it's all of them. Wow. Woo. This is awesome. How, how, I got to ask you this. How long did it take you to do this? This had to be years of research and whatnot. Oh, the book is a pretty, pretty, it's the outline. I mean, so that it tells you where to go, what to go, what are the reliable resources and so forth. To study any particular disease, um, it's, it's sort of the same thing. I mean, it depends how broad you want to be and how, how deep you want to be. And there's specialists um, out there that spend their whole lives studying one very tiny aspect of a disease, okay. either clinically or in basic science. Okay. Um, so... So, uh, I mean, yeah, you can go as far as you want. Yeah. Just yeah. Like in, mo in most, in most any field. Yeah. Yeah. But well, I love the idea that it's all condensed because one of the things that drives me bananas on any kind of internet search is you're looking at all these different, uh, places and resources and you have it all under one roof. You brought, you brought it all together and that in itself says to someone, listen, you don't have to spend countless hours trying to find out about this, that, and the other. Just come here, and we've got it all condensed for you. So that in itself. Uh, right. I mean, it's not, only, it's not only countless hours. It's what's reliable, what's not reliable, yes. you know, what knowing what to believe, what not to believe. Okay. I love it. Well, listen, for those of you who are out there and you're saying to yourself, I like what I'm hearing from Robert. Robert, once again, tell them how they can connect with you. Um, the book is the determinedpatientbook.com. It can be ordered on Amazon. Um, I can be contacted, Robert Danziger, Dr. Robert Danziger, Professor Robert Danziger mm -hmm. um, at, the <laughs> at the University of Illinois in Chicago, uic.edu. And um, I'm available. All right. Well, doctor, thank you again for being a guest on our show. Thank God you bless. for having me. Oh, my pleasure. And God bless you for doing this because my friend, you are, um, you are saving lives. Well, that's I'm allowing awesome. people to save their lives or something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's, and, they, and, 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 and you, you may catch your physician making a mistake or missing something more likely missing something, mm. you know, yeah. Because a, a physician in general practice, um, I think they can't read everything. They can't know all the literature. I mean, you, you're putting three or four hours into your own disease. May You may pick up something, especially if it's a rarer disease, that they don't know about. Let me ask you this. When they're reading all of, all of the um, information that you've gathered that they can research on their own, is it written at a level that a fifth grader could understand it, or is it kind of high level? Well, no, I mean, I, I actually walk through, um, uh, in the book, there is a section on how to read a research paper, or how, you know, or how to read a clinical study. Um, and uh, there, and you can, you, can, uh, you can work through them, you can work through the clinical trials. I mean, there's certain types of clinical trials, there's randomized, randomized studies, Okay. Uh, you know, and so forth. Then I walk through the different fundamental types of clinical trials. And then as far as reading a research paper, um, you can, you can read a research paper without a, without, uh, 
without a specialty knowledge. You have to, I, as I walk through with the, there's usually an abstract in the paper and the abstract gives the, what's, what's not known, what questions being answered. And the second, and it's very short. The second part is, you know, what methods are being used to act, answer it. And three, what the results are. And then four, what the conclusion is. And uh, you can read these and with a, with a dictionary in hand, um, you know, you can, you can get through these. These are not that, um, you know, if you're really interested and you're not trying to cover all of medicine, you're probably trying to cover one, one tiny area that's of concern to you, your disease or your, you know. Yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. It's, it's all doable if you want to, and that's what I'm trying to say. And Yeah, it's all doable. And, and uh, people should, should just go ahead and check it out because there's no cost in checking it out, really. I mean, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, they may they may find they they may find another vocation, medicine. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, my friend. Thank you again, and for thank those you. of you, uh, my pleasure. Uh, this was great, outstanding. Because I love when people are creating brands that are making a difference and making a contribution, and that is what Dr. Danziger is doing without a doubt. So thank you again, my friend. And thank you. you. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, this is Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the branding evangelist, signing off. Take care. Thank you. Jerry Foster here. Thank you so much for listening to my Brand for Leadership podcast. Now, if you, if you are a successful service-based entrepreneur yourself and you've got amazing expertise, I mean services, skills, talents, and abilities that you offer through your company or yourself, and you've been in business for five, 10 years or more, and you would like to be a guest on this program, I would love to have you. Simply visit jerryfosterbranding.com forward slash brand forward leadership forward slash apply and I will certainly check you out and get to know you and so on and so forth. Now, let me just add a couple of other things. Number one, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media for me? And if so, just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials, okay? And number two, if you know someone that you feel would be a great guest, someone that I should meet and connect with and so on and so forth, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag brand leadership because I love seeing your posts. I love guest suggestions. That's how we all grow. That's how we all connect and make it through this world, which are through our relationships and our connections. And lastly, let me throw this in. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. I'm always on the lookout for not only great guests, but great content. And so therefore, because we're always putting great new stuff out, juicy stuff, make sure you don't miss any episodes in the future. So please go ahead and subscribe. And I also love what? I love support. I love love. (laughs) So your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. So if you can find it in your heart to go ahead and show me that kind of support and love, I would really appreciate it. And on a second note, if you would like to know more about me, 
the work that I do, simply go to my website at jerryfosterbranding.com or follow me on LinkedIn or Facebook at Jerry Foster Branding or Instagram at Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Okay? Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Again, thanks for listening. Until we see you the next time, take care.